Cricket Australia has just announced its player of the tournament for the WBBL and the Young Gun as well. And Kamari Atapatu from the Sydney Thunder has been named the player of WBBL 09. It's her fifth season. She's had an outstanding season, 511 runs at 42.58 and also been very solid with the ball as well. As we talk more cricket with Lockie McCurdy from Code Sports, who's on the line at the SCG. G'day, Lockie. Good morning, Mally. Good to be with you. How is it out there at the uh, SCG ahead of the Sheffield Shield today? Look, it's a, it's a little bit gloomy. Uh, can't lie there. I don't know how much cricket we're going to get over the next four days because the forecast isn't looking great, but the players are all on the field warming up and in pretty good spirit. So it should be a, a good game ahead. All right, so we've got about an hour until start, so it's scheduled to start at 10.30. So it looks as though the next couple of days are going to be like that, mate. I checked the weather earlier, and it's just going to be sort of rain today, mm. rain tomorrow, and, and let's see how much they can get. Um, your reaction there to the news that just came in in that ad break, actually, about the WBBL, the player of the tournament, um, the young gun as well in um, Charlie Knott. So we've got Kamari Atapatu has had a, a brilliant season, and you wonder whether Sydney Thunder would be in the position they're in at the moment, Lockie, if, if she wasn't in the team. Absolutely. She has been a formidable signing to think that she was passed over in the initial sort of international player draft. And she comes in as their fourth player, plays the first game and makes uh, the most of her opportunity. She's won multiple player of the match awards and just batting without fear at the top of the order. And I think a lot of the, the impact that she's had has also been off the field. She's a fantastic character around the team. So, no, she certainly made her presence felt and it's great to see her finally making the most of uh, an opportunity in the WBBL. I'll be speaking with Lisa Kitely a little bit later on. And, of course, things could have been so different for the Sydney Thunder. Um, the last couple of years have been so lean. So the position they're in right now is is a very good position. They finished fourth on the table. The start of their season was brilliant. Like, literally a season of two halves, mate, wasn't it? The start of their season was perfect. Um, they won six of their first seven matches and there was one no result in there. But then the back end of the tournament fell away massively and they just just made it into the finals yeah you're right they did enough it was uh it was all on display on sunday here at the scg as well where if they had won they would have finished second and hosted the home final but they also packed their bags knowing that a loss meant they were flying to perth that night and that's exactly what they did so yeah i, I think they would have taken this um at the start of the season considering they only had the one win last year and it's just all been about the, the experience and the leadership that they brought into the group they they realized that that was a key area of weakness they Brought Heather Knight back, the English skipper who has been superb, not just batting-wise, but as a leader among the group. You've got Shamari Adepato and Marazan Cap, two very experienced players. And then around the group, you had Lisa Kitely coming back. They had Belinda Clark around the group and Alex Blackwell and a few others as well. So, yeah, they've really transformed the group. And you think maybe this is the sort of thing, OK, they're in finals now. They, they limped over the line, but now they're there. They've got the sort of team that could disrupt anyone. Which is the kind of thing that Lisa, I'm sure, will be focusing on, you know, that, that reset. Right, mm -hmm. oh, season's the season, but now it's down to the finals. Are you a fan of the eliminator into the challenger into the final? Because it means that either Brisbane or Sydney, if they want to win this thing, they're going to have to win three games in six days. Two of those will be played back-to-back -back in Perth and then a short hop across to Adelaide. Uh -huh. I'm not the biggest fan of the final series. I don't mind the eliminator because I, I like the idea that 3v4 is getting you straight through. But for me, it's just that 
the team that finishes second, in this case Perth, they're playing basically playing an elimination final as well. They don't get the second chance. So it just feels like there's a little bit of a an unequal reward for so much heavy emphasis on finishing first and then second, third, fourth, that basically lose and, and you're out. Um, so for me, I'd like to go back to a play one v two one v two first. They they get to win or host the the, the big grand final, and then you go three v four to the loser plays the winner and go through that way. That just feels like it makes more sense in the long run. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, it's you're right. When you look at the snapshot there, if you finish second, you go, well, what's what's the benefit? The, the benefit is I've got a home mm-hmm. final, but it's in a home elimination final. You, you're right. There's no second chance there. But that would take away the fancy marketing, mate, that uh, BBL could say <laughs> eliminate a challenger and final, wouldn't it? So in terms of what you're going to witness, hopefully some sort of, you know, lots of cricket ahead of you, but in terms of New South Wales versus Tasmania and the turnaround for where the Blues have been in particular, what's the expectations out there at the SCG? Well, there's been a big kind of squad surprise. We've also saw uh, Curtis Patterson dropped earlier in the in the season, but we've also seen Dan Hughes come out of the team, and it's opened up the door for a young teenage um, batting prodigy in Sam Constas, who's been kind of the talk of junior New South Wales cricket for a couple of years, and he's looking primed to, to make his debut today. So he'll come in in the top half of the order, and it could be one of those careers where you go, okay, this is where it all started at the SCG uh, on a sort of a gloomy day in November, but he's certainly looks to be the, the kid who's got all the the skills to kind of make it in cricket. So I think he's going to be the big one to watch today. Yeah, and what's his story? So he's only 18, isn't he? In fact, I think he only just turned 18. Mm. So he's, he's very, very young. Um, and what Cricket Australia has done very well, I reckon, especially at the national level, is say with Cameron Green, they always knew that he was going to be part of that setup, And they kind of did jump the gun, but when they got him there, they just helped him along the way because they know that it can go it can go sour pretty quickly. So Sam's already played under nineteens for Australia. They've got mm. they've they've got the wraps on him and they've got their eyes on him. So what's his story? Yeah, so he's come through the the Sutherland system um, down there, and obviously we we know that there's been some great cricketers, none more so than a Steve Smith who come through sort of that um, grade cricket route, but he, he became the, the first player in Southern history to kind of score a thousand runs across all grades in his first season. And to think he's doing that as a teenager kind of shows you the level that he's at. Um, you can probably hear some claps in the background. That's a, a baggy blue presentation now. So, um, yeah, it's fantastic to see that there's someone who's a, a kid getting his um, dues at, at this age. I know it's been a, a bit of a criticism about New South Wales that they're going a bit too much in use, but when you've got a kid who's going to be this good and you don't hear the word prodigy used as much about one kid as you have in this kid in New South Wales. So, yeah, it's going to be exciting to see how he goes. All right. Well, let's hope he gets some um, some good play out there. Just a quick one before I let you go. I, mm. I played the audio of Tim Payne's reaction to Crash's comments about the Australian captain debate and fast bowlers, and Tim Payne was like, oh, what do you mean Jeff Thompson comes up in this discussion? What, what have you made of all of that? <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting one. I think Pat's kind of definitely broken the mould and probably forces a bit of a revisionism in terms of how we view other potential captains. But I think it shows that the overall feeling that fast bowlers couldn't captain was generally wrong. I think we've had some fantastic captains and I don't know we would have changed many captains over the years. I think we've had some really good leaders, but it just shows that especially going forward, I think we can be more broad in who we look at in terms of leadership experience. We don't have to count out people because they kind of hold certain roles in the team.
Yeah, absolutely. Good on you, mate. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Enjoy the beautiful SCG and let's see what plays out there and we'll we'll stay in touch. Anytime. Thanks, Matty. He's a good man. Lachlan McCurdy there from Code Sports. So New South Wales against Tasmania today. Jackson Bird, Nathan Lyon, Moses Enriquez, Chris Green. So we've also got the first test of the summer. Australia v Pakistan. It's only 16 days away at Optus Stadium. <laughs> so 16 days, the, the gift that keeps on giving. Actually, where are we at in terms of the T20 series? When, when's the next one there? Let me have a quick look. I think it's tomorrow, isn't it? Uh, tomorrow. Yep, tomorrow morning. So match number three and then another one on Saturday and then another one on Monday. So 12.30 a.m. start for that. And within just about, just over two weeks, we'll be into test cricket again, which I cannot wait for. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 1170 is my open line number. It's Curveball Tuesday. You got the curveballs you want to throw at me in any way, shape or form, off any sport you want to have a crack at. Let me know your thoughts on that. We'll do that after the break.